Hey, what's going down, players? Dr. Drill with the Making Motivation Podcast. <clears throat> had a good afternoon at the office, saw some really nice people, did my best to serve them, had a lot of laughs, carried on a little bit, rearranged the office, cleansed it, <clears throat> just helped an Uber Eats guy find his destination. He was way off course. Thin things out a little bit at the office. Listen, we got a friggin', uh, well, it's a small place. It's maybe eight, 800 to 1,000 square feet usable. <clears throat> Functional square footage. The majority of my time is spent in, the, uh, in my treatment room, which is just a hop, skip, and a jump away, or just a step away from the front desk. <clears throat> and... Anyway, I took some fucking office chairs out of that foyer because we had like five office chairs in there. And we don't need five people. Imagine five people during a pandemic sitting in a, uh, you know, a room, a foyer waiting on us. Now, we have one person come in at a time. We lock the door behind them at this point. Maybe we have somebody waiting in there for a few minutes. Typically not. They stay in their car. So the new foyer is the front lot. And I like it like that. I think it's actually a good strategy. So thinning things out, I got four chairs in the back of my truck right now. If any of you guys want them, they're really sturdy office chairs. And I'm going to be looking to get rid of them somehow. So anybody know where there's a dumpster that I can toss this shit? Might have to find one. I'm on the fucking lookout right now for a dumpster. Okay, so let's talk about retirement. I had a little exchange. I saw an image. Okay, I saw a meme had Elon Musk on, and he was. It's actually uh, some philosophy of his. So he's doing the math, because he's a smart fucking guy, so he does the math on retirement. All right, so I'm going to bust my ass um, for 30 years, 30, 40, 50 years of my of my life uh, I'm working. Let's say graduate from high school at 18, say 20. All right, <clears throat> by the time I can retire, I'm almost 70 years old, 40, 50 years of working, actually physically showing up to work putting my best foot forward. Now, by the time you, most of us get to retirement, if you're a fucking somebody who's a civil servant and, or you're military, look, I, if I had stayed in the military, I would have, um, been able to retire and get something, uh, to show for it by the time I was 42, I guess, 20 years in the, in the Marine Corps. If I lived to tell about it, if I wasn't disabled and broken down and divorced several times over and an alcoholic, I might have been able to do that. Um, so people are trying to find ways to get out. Get out of, of what? Like, what are, we, what are we working for? Well, if you put 30 years in an industry or 40 years, let's say, in an industry, let's say you were working for the highway department, let's say you're a cop. I'd say you're a teacher. All right, well, in this much time, you can retire. You put your, your nest egg away. You, you put some money into retirement, 
into a retirement account, build that, invest wisely, maybe you can retire. Now, who knows what's going to happen secondary, you know, as a result of the pandemic. Uh, There's been major economic impact made. Who knows? I mean, I'm reading things about um, how the markets are fluctuating, and it seems like they're heading to the point where it's been a, a bull market for a long time. It's been good. You know, investments are increasing in value. But we're working towards a bear. Like, it's there's a decline is probable. And the government knows that. I have been reading things about how Biden is trying to create some $3 trillion uh, infrastructure, shoring up infrastructure, getting the economy going, throwing money at this problem, which is, you know, global, potentially a global depression or financial impact. It's not a matter of if, but how much of an impact we're going to have on, on our markets. Nothing can keep going north forever. The graph is always going to deviate. It's going to go up. It's going to go down. Um, Very rarely does it go straight laterally, right? It's going to increase or decrease. That's the way things move. So when we consider retirement, what is the idea? Well, you work for, for 30 or 40 years, you bust your ass, you save enough so that you can live on it. How well are you going to be able to live? Are you going to be able to travel? Are you going to be able to you know, buy the things that are you've gotten into the habit of buying? Well, I mean, you can live on the cheap pretty well, right? <clears throat> Maybe. If you downsize, sell a big house, um, uh, tighten up your belt, get rid of any, uh, cut any of the, the nonsense out of your life, the expenses that we've all come to... Um, get used to. We are accustomed to these lifestyles. Now, I don't spend a lot. I'm actually pretty cheap. But all of us, you know, whether it's an Amazon order or eating, dining out or killing uh, our pain through spending a little bit or a lot while we can't really do much, we can't go out and travel and do all this cool shit we used to like to do. So now we're sitting around the house, we order from Amazon, we uh, order Netflix movies and products and services and things that we're going to spend that money somehow. Anyway, but I'm pretty cheap. I don't really spend a lot of money. I have many, I don't have many needs for physical, you know, for things, but I do have a family. I have kids and a wife and they Ten sports, and you know, so we we spend our fair share. That's for damn sure. The question is, at what point would I be able to retire? Uh, legitimately, like, how much money would I have saved, um, and will it be able to last me? Will I mathematically be able to retire? Is the question. And I'm sure that uh, there are no shortage of CFPs or certified financial planners, accountants, etc. that would love the 
tell me exactly how to go about this. And I've sat down with them before. I have some investments. I've put money away weekly. I like to put money away, more money away. I like to be able to predict the markets or at least put enough points on the financial points on the board for the good guys to be able to invest wisely and get to the point where I didn't have to work anymore. What are my jobs? What is my my income? Well, my, I'm a teacher, part-time. I'm a full-time doctor of chiropractic. I own a practice. We own a house. I own a building that my practice operates out of. Um, I, I, As I said, I teach part-time. My wife teaches full-time. I carve wood. Uh, I like to be busy. I like to be of service. I like to feel useful. I also like my free time and I would enjoy, I would appreciate more free time to do with which I, I please. And I'd like to be out carving wood. I'd like to be um, traveling. I'd like to be spending more time with my family instead of getting home at 8, 9 o'clock at night. Sure, I want those days to end. Um, and so as my practice grows, <clears throat> I've got a, a pretty successful practice, but uh, in terms of you know the money that I make and the I've never been one, and I've mentioned this quite a few times. I'm not like a businessman who's always trying to scheme. How can I get more new business? How can I build my practice to the point where we're busting at the seams and that we're making tons of money? Sure, I'd I'd like to make more money. I make a good living now. But I would never want to sacrifice the integrity of the work that I do. My integrity is a big thing with me. So I always want to spend sufficient time with my patients. I want to get to know them. It's, it's important for them. It's important for me. I'm completely devoted to their well-being during that adjustment. And... I, I enjoy it. You know, there are days that I, you've heard me complain about how tired I am or how smoked that I am, and I can't wait for a day off, the weekend, and I've made mention of that, how I never used to really long for the weekends, but now it's really my only opportunity to sit back and, and relax and try to reset and recharge. I need that more and more. I mean, I'm not the spring chicken that I once was, 46 years old, in another 10 years, you know, 56, 60 years old, how am I going to feel about um, doing the work that I'm doing? And we don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. So another decade, in another decade, my children uh, will be in or out of college. They'll be working on their careers and maybe starting families and so on and so forth. I mean, there's a lot that can transpire in, in, in a day, let alone a month or a year or a decade. Uh, The world has been a pretty unpredictable place for a long time, but we think about my, I guess my, um, backing up, zooming back out a little bit. I see this meme, it's got Elon Musk and he's doing the math and he says, we retire 
we work for this long, decades, in fact, and in hopes of retirement. The retirement age is now 67. In other words, that's the point that Social Security will kick in, something that we're not even sure is going to be around for future generations. That guaranteed check of whatever, $1,000, a few thousand dollars a month. It's really a pittance, and it's not something that you can live off of very well. This is a time when our health will just, you know, by virtue of our age, is in decline, and we need more uh, attention. We, we don't have enough energy. <clears throat> we don't have our strength. We don't have our, we're losing our vitality. And um, so his point is, you got like 11 years if you retire at 67, and you the life expectancy being 78. You've got 11 years to actually live and enjoy your life. That doesn't make any sense at all, given that we are, once again, we're losing our vitality. It's fucking dumb, man. You know, I read a book uh, by Tim Ferriss, 40-hour work week or something like that, which is scammy, you know, the notion that you're going to do that and make all this money and not work. It's unattainable for most of us, but I think doing something, I guess my my sense, the sense that I have is that I would want to do something. If I work at a garden center or in, in the garden center at Lowe's or... If I'm a greeter at Walmart, probably fucking drive crazy myself crazy, or I <clears throat> put books back on the shelf in a library, or fucking squeegee the damn window at a peep show booth, something, man, give me something to to kill the time. Be a fucking lunch lady or a lunch man. I would want to do something. Now, maybe it'd be something that interests me. I happen to carve wood. Well, maybe I can sit in my shed or out in the open air under an overhang and I can sit out there with some country time lemonade and I can fucking carve some wood. And maybe by that time I'll be so damn good that I can sell one of my pieces for a lot more than I I can now and I'll have a lot more time to work on them. See, to work, people will say, well, maybe people say, well, you need financial independence is, is what you're, you know, maybe you could just work on that. Um, maybe that's the goal rather than retirement, full-fledged retirement. You just want to have, be able to, to, uh, sustain life and support yourself and your family in some meaningful way. You want to be able to do that. You don't want to have a pot to piss in. You, you want to have a pot to piss in and a window to throw it out of. So I can see myself getting to that point. I can see myself 50, uh, you know, 46 now, 56, uh, another decade, another 15 years. I could see myself steadily moving toward, all right, I need to start planning for my withdrawal from some of the the really intensive, energy-intensive things that I do, which means that I probably will not be able to handle the busy weeks that I have as a chiropractor. And so I got another ten, another decade, another solid decade 
where I can work my ass off, serve people well, pay off debt, put money away for retirement, and, you know, execute a happy life. Enjoy, yes, less work. I don't have to work. I can do things more on my terms. But you also need to enjoy the ride. I mean, we all plan... We have these grand schemes about how we're going to do this and we're going to do that. And I can't wait to... Maybe this will happen. Maybe I'll arrive at this finish line. And the finish line... uh, Then I won't have to... The race will be over then. I won't have to do anything then. I'll just have arrived. Because I worked so hard to get there. to, to, To run this race. To to run this life. To all my plans... I put all my plans in place. You know, I have a buddy who I love very much. He's a chiropractor. And he said that he wanted to retire. He was pretty young when he went into chiropractic college. Straight from college at 22. He spent another four years in chiropractic college. He's 26. He said he wants to be retired by 40. Maybe he said 50. I'll give him that credit. But I thought he said, uh, make my first million by 40. And then retire maybe, I don't know if he said retire, anyway, let's assume he said retire at 50, first of all, what the fuck are you going to do with yourself, sure, I'd love to be able to just run around and have my money make, um, make money, make interest, and I'd love to be that wise and that successful, um, but I don't have that problem right now, I don't have that, I'm not in that situation where I'm just sitting on top of a pile of money like an inheritance or something. But I do have a lot of sense, and I do have goals, and I do have drive and ambitions, and a lot of love to give, and a lot of love that I receive a lot. You know, I really care about people. And I'm going to continue to do that and work as best as I can until I can't do it anymore. And even then, I don't think I should admit that. You know, I still want to contribute in some way. I guess what I'm saying about retirement, you know, I've been, you know, obviously seen it with my, the people in my life, in my family, my father, he's a great man, my mother, great people, they, they worked in the, for the utility company, for the energy industry, my father, for the, he was a lineman for 35 years, my mother was a, uh, you know, worked in the nuclear plant, that's why I'm so crazy and fucked up. Um, no, so they worked for their local power company and they retired and he got good retirement and had put some money away and it, they did well. So they moved and, you know, uh, sold their house in suburbia and they moved up into the country in New York and had a cab and had all this stuff and things changed, you know. Um, I don't really feel like they had a plan, not that you can. I think their plan was just to be done and to carve out their little life in the in the country and, I don't know, take walks and do home improvements and things like that. But they really it wasn't the finish line that they thought it was going to be. I'll just say that. There were unexpected things. There were some health 
concerns. There was um, raising their children's children. There was complications, and life is very complicated. And it'll, you, it'll, uh, to quote Mike Tyson again, who would have thought that he would have so many quotes attributed to him? But um, you know, everybody's got a plan to get punched in the nose. And it's true. You know, you think you can save all the money you want and you can plan for retirement all you want. You can look for that finish line and plan to live your, uh, run your race your way and with the end in mind. But when you, you know, your, your chest breaks through that tape at full speed and you think you're done and it's time to go take your running shoes off and hydrate and have a nice meal... Who the hell knows if you're even going to make it through that race? Who knows if you're going to make it through the end of that marathon? Because that's what this is. This isn't a 5K or some sprint shit. This is decades. I'm 46. I have... I've lived half my life, at least. Maybe more than half. Who knows what tomorrow brings, right? Fucking meteor could take us all out. And look like a bunch of dopes of all this money in our bank account that we never spend and all these dreams unrealized because we didn't really live when we had an opportunity to live when you ever figure that out it's like yeah you know and I was just talking to a young man who has in his 20s he's really bright and he's well traveled he took a few years and he lived in Hawaii for three months he lived in Colorado for I think months or maybe a year, worked and snowboarded and had adventures and so on and so forth. He spent a lot, he's, you know, built built a school bus and drove around a little bit, traveled, lived, experienced, did the things that he, you never know, he might never, as he settles down, I always tell people, yeah, you know, I want to do that. I want to go to Utah. I want to go to Hawaii. I want to go to Alaska. When are you going to do that? You know, now my kids are growing, and they've got school and sports, and and it's going to happen quick. Before you know it, it's going to be the kids out to college and starting their lives, and we're going to be helping them, and um, it's a lot to make sense of, and it's a lot to try to predict and figure and, and plan for. Uh, sure, I would love to, to have the option of just, okay, let's swipe these problems off these these decisions off my plate. I am now, I won the lottery, I'm independently wealthy. What would I do? Well, I think that I would take about a month off and I would do all the things that I wanted to do to my house, get a new rug, get a deck on the back, you know, trick out the house. I would just remove all of my obligations. I'd finish all my obligations for the next month, and then I would I would uh, cancel them, take scratch them off my schedule, and I would just assess, like at my at this point in my life, where am I at, and where do I want to be, really? And I would start executing that. I think I'd want to travel. A lot that I want to see and experience. 
you know, you get you get in the mix, you get not bogged down, but you, you get committed to things. You get committed to living a certain way. You know, we're not, I have skin in the game right now. I have got a family. I've got a loving wife and children and my love and they're, and they're everything to me. I've got a practice and, and patients whom I really love and, and I, I'm devoted to serving them. I'm crazy about it. I, 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 sometimes by the end of the week, I'm like, fuck, man, I gotta, I'm tired. I, you know, someday I'd like not to have to work so hard. And then by Monday, I'm like, okay, let's get back to it. I can't wait to see Joe Blow. Can't wait to hear the stories that are told here. I can't wait to, uh, this person really needs my attention this week. Let me serve them. You know what I mean? Like I, it, it's a mission and it's a compulsion and it's a passion for me to do this work. So long story short, I don't know if retirement is for me. That's how I feel right now. When I see things like that, 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 that uh, do the arithmetic and you think about how dumb it is for us to, oh, I'm just going to work my ass off until, uh, to the point where, until I get to the point where I can finally sit back in my lounge chair and enjoy life. I've made it to that finish line. Now I've got 10 years left of limping around and talking about how the way things were and the things that I did uh, back in the day and the way we used to work us do the uh, fuck retirement, man. I mean, the, the, the purest notion of it. The notion that I would ever get there and perhaps even be able to, to the degree that I would like. I mean, I wouldn't want a fixed income of, say, $2,000 a month. $3,000 a month. I would want to be able to contribute and, and make my way and earn a living based upon, you know, contribute something, right? Have people, even if I'm sitting by the roadside selling chainsaw carvings, making some money, you know, something to show for my, I can still contribute, I can still turn a, uh, and earn, you know, and save, and and that would be cool, like for all my days to be able to to still have something. A lot of people are money-driven. So let's say it would feel great to be 70, 80 years old, still carving wood and be able to take my wares to market. Or that I would be that old and still be able to take care of some of my patients and grow old with them and continue to serve them or teach somebody else the ropes. Who knows, maybe even my kids would want to be a chiropractor. I don't know whether or not I endorse that or not. Would it be the closest thing to a, a legacy, uh, something I could give them that would be a value, a head start, something, a direction in life, a means to serve <clears throat> themselves and their family and, and help and serve others, most importantly. So uh, I think about it a lot, you know. I think about it a lot. As an adult, we look at each other sometimes and say, man, oh, yeah, I can't wait, you know. My wife, you know, she has a bad week at work, stressful time. She's like, I don't want to 
and I don't know if I want to do this anymore. I'd love, can we just win the lottery? She'll say, and we could, you know, we got to start playing, I guess, but what would you do then? She might be just fine. She might be, some people might be completely content with just, that's it. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to fucking, I'm done now. And I'm just going to go to Target. I'm going to walk and get in shape and buy a bunch of dogs and take care of them and help my children, give them a leg up in life. And But I think after a while, you'll be like, you know, I got to do something. This is crazy. Standing, sitting around the house, looking at my spouse, farting into the couch, making meals, eating out. You know, a lot of people I've observed, old timers, uh senior citizens, they just, before the pandemic, they just, their fucking favorite thing to do was just to go out and eat, I'm gonna go out to the diner, yeah, look who's Scott and Marjorie again, here they are, I want you to go out and, go ahead, you know, they got the fucking liver and onions on special this afternoon, fuck that, just eating and defecating, that's not living, man, that's not you maximizing human potential, Geez, I got a friend, I mean, not to not to judge, but fuck it, we all judge everybody. I had a friend I love so much, this guy, all he does is take pictures of uh, IPAs. He takes a picture of his beer, and he takes a picture of his barbecue, and that is, that is it for him. Well, maybe someday he'll retire, and right, uh, you know, what is he going to do? You know, what, what does that mean for him? Just more beer? And barbecue? I mean, is that really going to scratch the itch? Or is it going to be a decline into uh, diabetes and alcoholism? And that's just like, yep, this is the way I want to go out. These These are my little simple pleasures. And I'm going to die on this hill. And I'm going to be... This is what I'm going to spend my time doing and, and my my family and the people around me, this is what they're going to observe. This is the example that I'm going to set. And I want to leave my mark on this earth. I don't want to be, you know, just fucking marking time. There's something, a military term, in close order drill, you know, uh, position of attention, forward, much, left, right, left, right, mark time, much. So I just took you from being standing still at the position of attention, unmoving, unflinching, heels together, 45 degree angle between your feet, hands made into a fist, thumb on the trouser seam, shoulders back, head erect, eyes forward. I took you from that position forward, much, stepping forward with the left foot, 30 inches, all right, you're going to step forward, and it's left, right, left, right, left, right, left, right, nice and easy, nice and slow, left, right, left, right, mark time, much, left, right, left, right, so now you are, you went from standing still to forward march, 
walking, and then mark time is where you're not progressing, you're not proceeding forward. Your feet are just coming, your heels are coming off the ground, and you're marching in place. That's mark time much on the hand execution called on the left foot. A mark time much left, right, left, right. Same cadence, but you're you're marching up and down now. No forward progress. I don't want to fucking mark time, march. I don't want to be marking time. Just like, okay, now I'm going to sit around and I'm going to fucking, you know, talk about the old days, about how I used to run my practice or I used to, um, you know, maybe I'll change my mind. But I'm not looking to mark time. I'm looking to make forward progress, to live long and die fast. Right. One of my former boss told me that, that that's a good, you know, worthy, worthwhile ambition. It makes sense, doesn't it? You want to live long and die fast. Live long with quality of life and then just fucking die. Die in my sleep. Die one day when I'm doing something that I love or whatever. I'm not scared of death. I'm not um, counting the days until retirement, until I make, I can run that, finish that race and break break through the uh, the finish line tape. I'm looking to fucking maximize on my opportunities as a human. I want to take care of people. I want to serve, be of some service. I want folks to be able to say, you know what? That fucking Aaron Oberst was a good dude. He set the example. He fucking was funny as shit. He was smart. He tried, always trying to learn new things. He made an impact on people. He cared. You could trust him. You know, you could rely on him. He was a good friend. All these things. I am, and I will continue to be. And there's a lot that I haven't done yet. So, I'm not one of these people with the limitless ambition where I'm just never, my my thirst can never be slaked. I'm never pleased. I mean, it's that's not who I am. I... I would be cool with slowing down at some juncture. But not yet. Not anytime soon. You know. I never want to be some shadow of my former self, unable to do whatever. So that means I need to stay in shape, body and mind. I need to take care of people, take care of myself. Start up, you know, strive to stay mentally sharp and to make as much of an impact as I possibly can in the time that I have on this earth. I think that's something we all should do. And it's something like retirement, you know, um, it may never come. You may never get to that point. So I'm not saying run out and spend all your money now and, you know, live on the edge. But I'm saying put a plan together, you know, stick by it, but try to enjoy yourself along the way. And, and honestly, maybe the reason why I'm talking about this so much is because I don't, I don't often enjoy myself as much as I should. You know, there's a lot that I want to do. There's a lot that I, improvements that I need to, to make. And it's going to take self-monitoring and setting these goals and um, disciplining myself to get to them. And when I fall straight off target to adjust back where I need to be. And, um, anyway, topic interests me like many topics, and it's one that comes up 
all the time. I want to become better and better as time progresses. And I, uh, I'm open to hearing what others have to say about, on this topic. All right. Now, when I just think about, in closing, I think about some people in my life and a lot of the patients that I know and love whom, uh, over the past uh, 16, 17 years, I've watched um, go from their working lives to retirement to now, you know, at some point in time, you don't hear from them anymore. So, people get old, they get sick sometimes, and they die, and, uh, Eventually, that's all of our fate. So I'm going to get my fucking licks in. I'm going to put some points on the board. You understand that, bitches? All right. Love and respect.